Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, our message is from Mark chapter 10, verses 28 through 31. Jesus was really on a roll in this chapter, saying surprising, even shocking things that the disciples wondered over. He was correcting misconceptions of just about everyone who spoke to him about things like marriage and divorce, the special place that children of God have in God's heart, and what is required to obtain eternal life. Well, he might as well continue. The rich young ruler had just left, dejected, because Jesus told him he'd have to sell off all his possessions and follow Jesus if he wanted to enter the kingdom of heaven. So Peter, now wide-eyed, asks the obvious question, what about us? Jesus uses the opportunity to point out again that God often evaluates things in a way that is completely opposite how the world evaluates things. How do you evaluate things? The world's way or God's way? Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, The First Will Be Last. Now, I stand up here and week after week, my voice falls on a lot of ears. You might think, well, that's what it means to be spiritual. Trust me, it's not. And it might give you a heart attack to do what I do in front of church. I know how much most people love public speaking. You know, I, it just that I survived the heart attack the first time. Well, it wasn't a true heart attack. But you know what? You may carry on a ministry that I never see. And you may do it more faithfully than I ever could if I was in your shoes. Okay, maybe you won't spend the next 20 years in a, in a jungle winning cannibals to Christ like some missionaries do. But they're never going to be the ones that are going to lead your kids to Christ. They're never going to be the ones that will reach your neighbors. They're not the ones who will teach your class. They're not the ones who can do the service that God has designed for you. Remember Ephesians 2.10, those good works which He prepared beforehand for you to walk in them? They're not the ones who are going to be able to give sacrificially from the abundance that God has given people in our society. Just be faithful to whatever tasks you have and let God be the judge of the rewards. Listen, what matters is what you do with what you have and how you do it. If your desire is to glorify God, you can trust Him. The rewards will be great. Another application, I think this is also pretty obvious. Many people are far more faithful than you can see. Now, how does our world go about making decisions? We love to compare and we love to compete. Those thoughts are antithetical to the constitution of the kingdom of heaven. Be thankful for the opportunity to know God and to serve Him. 
Those who entered the vineyard at the eleventh hour, they were just as precious to the landowner as those who worked all day. Let God deal with the other person's heart. Ask yourself, instead of what's in it for me, ask if your motive is making sure that people notice what you do. Or is your motive just to be faithful to God so that He gets the glory? Another one. Be faithful to God without demanding your pay. What's in it for me, Lord? Hey, Lord, how can I serve you? That's what we need to ask. I like what Paul wrote to the everyday man and woman about how to do your job every day. He wrote one version of it to the Ephesians. He wrote another version of it to the Colossians. And in that culture, he was addressing, addressing people who worked essentially as domestic slaves. Surely it, it applies to you and to what you do every day. You want to know God's will for your life? Well, when you wake up tomorrow morning, you have a job to do. Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you deserve, uh, whom you serve. And look, if you're one of those who worked all day long and you saw some guy who worked for only an hour get paid the same as you did? Hey, realize, it's that same landowner that's going to reward you in eternity. Now, you read something like Colossians 3, 23 and 24 about what, how, to, how to do your job, and you say, oh, wow, am I glad I'm retired. No, no, no. When you get up tomorrow, you have something to do. Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord rather than men. This parable matches everything else said of God in the Bible. He is fair. He is trustworthy. He is generous. Don't go trying to make deals with God. Well, I'll serve you if you give me what I want. No, trust Him. One of the perversions of the gospel these days is, well, if you do your part... God will do His part, and that's how you get healthy and wealthy. And that's absolutely upside down. That's saying your result depends upon your works. No, they don't. You have no good works to offer to God. Everything you do is like filthy rags. The best of what you do, it's He did His part to make you His child. Will you accept the free gift? Finally, last application. Keep your mind on your own business. Don't, don't worry about what God does in other people's lives. Does it seem like somebody else is getting a better deal from God? Lord, I've been faithful and ah, I, just like I've lost everything. I just, I can't get ahead. There's, there, there are all these debts. There's all these burdens. There's all these things. And that guy down the street, he's just, 
he's just got everything. And, you know, and I see him go by with his $60,000 pickup pulling his $90,000 boat to head off to the lake. And I've got to do all this stuff and take care of grandma. And, oh, Lord. Hey, um, are you being faithful? Keep your mind on your own business. Keep your eyes on your own Lord. Don't worry about that. You know, God has not yet made a mistake. And He never will. Those men who were hired early, if only those other ones hadn't come into the field, they would have probably come bouncing in the door at the end of that day and say, Hey, honey, I found a guy who paid me a whole denarius today. Last week I had to work for half a denarius for that Yahoo down the street. This guy paid me a whole denarius. If only they had minded their own business, they would have not become gongusmasses. You get the point? Don't ask questions that aren't yours to ask. Don't try to manage God's affairs for Him. He's got it under control. Don't try to figure out what's right for somebody else or how it compares to what you have. The fact is, God has been way more than fair with us. We all deserve nothing, except, of course, eternal judgment. So why worry about what might appear to be an inequity? Or as Jesus said, is your eye evil because God is good? I thought of a hymn that if we were going to have a closing hymn, I thought it would be perfect for today, but I didn't think of it in time to get the music to Dirk and the worship team. Maybe we could sing it from memory. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> you probably never thought of that as theological, did you? And now I got the stupid thing stuck in my head until the next time I hear something that, don't worry. Find your happiness in what your Lord has given you. Have you lost a lot? He said you would. Have you suffered? He said you would. Has somebody in your family broken your heart? He said they would. But are you willing to be faithful and let Him take care of what eternity will make right in every way possible. And yeah, from our perspective, many who are first will be last, and the last first. Father, how we thank You for letting us know You are sovereign, You are good, and You are trustworthy. And so our Lord, as... We think about these things before us. Please keep our eyes on You. Help us to ask only those questions that are appropriate to ask. Not what's in it for me, but how may I serve You, Lord? What is right? What is good? And Father, put the message of salvation upon our lips. Send us out into the world to... um, Speak the truth about Christ in love to those who so so desperately need us, need a Savior.
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.